Hello and welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. This is the Spirit Work Show uh, with myself, Jason, and Angel from Angel at Angel on the Eighth Day. I almost missed your at there. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. I'm figure people would know by now, right? It I know. We got to keep keep drilling it though, because we need to get them there. Because yes. now, uh, and we're going to talk about this later. But now your shop is open on Etsy, so they're going to yes. they're going to congrats on that. By the way, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so they're going to have to follow you and see all the cool stuff you're putting up. I um, I uh, am excited about the the cool items you've got up there, the beautiful crystals, and you're also going to be like uh, doing some magical work on them. Yes, uh, and infusing them with even uh, better energy than they already have. So. Yeah, it's, it's a double whammy of magical power is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they should be pretty potent, right? I think so. And, and then, then I have my abundance beans that have been, um, quote unquote, baking in magical energy. Um, those should be good to go soon as well. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah. You're going to like to go take a picture and put those up on Instagram and things like that so people can yeah, see. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Cool. Um, I'll have like a video and everything. I'll yeah. get on that. I just came back from traveling yet again. <laughs> again. So we're going to have some good stories to hear. And I'm yeah. excited about that because what we do now in the, in the <laughs> expediency, he, you don't, you don't actually tell me the stories until we're on the show. And so it's both natural and yeah. uh, time-saving. So that's yeah. that's what we're working with here. So we can make this a, a social call and an enjoyable podcast at the same time. Yeah, otherwise I think we'd be here for like three hours. Or about three hours, exactly. So, and, that's, and you know, for time-saving, that's what we're doing. So thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. At Angel in the Eighth Day is Angel's handle on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> um and, and that's your name on etsy as well so they're going to be able to find you there yes um i am at cosmic eye tarot on instagram and on tiktok and i uh, actually i just uh i put up some new readings so you can check those out i do a, nice. a, weekly, a weekly reading each week on tiktok and instagram for for those who are interested i break them down by uh, uh by signs by uh, earth air fire and water signs so uh, those are there, and uh, you can check us out at CosmicEye.org as well, and we are at anchor.fm slash CosmicEye if you would so uh, care to make a donation, and we're grateful for all of you who are donating to our cause. Thank you so much. Uh, today we are talking about uh, psychic psychology, psychic psychology. So this is a book that uh, Angel turned me on to. He has this and another uh, book of this a uh, couple of, of, of psychic and psychologists. Uh, actually, are they psychologists or they're just psychics? They're just psychics, right? I think they might be just, yeah, psychic or clairvoyant. Okay. Not just, but I mean, oh, right. Know, not actually like <laughs> licensed therapists, but they have a very right. cool system that they call psychic psychology. And this subtitle of this book is Energy Skills for Life and Relationships. And this is John Friedlander and Gloria Hemsher. So I'll put that up in the description in the podcast if you're interested in checking this book out. Um, so we're going to talk about that. And, and particularly, we're looking at, uh, because we're, uh, we're still in our Scorpio month, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Are looking at sort of uh, male and female energy in terms of the biological differences and the psychic energy differences of that masculine and feminine energy and how you kind of deal with that with 
uh, clairvoyant exercises and with some of these meditational exercises. And we're going to look through some of these. And I mean, since you read that one last week, we'll see if you're up to it, but maybe you'll want to read through one of these little exercises just to give them a flavor of, of what. Yeah. We're... One of the shorter ones. Yeah. Because I think you have, uh, they require like five minutes, right. Of like sitting with. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So we may want to uh, put that towards the end. Okay. Uh, or, you know, we can put it anywhere, really, because, I mean, look, I mean, you can just pause it and, and, and run it through if we don't sit there for the actual five minutes. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll set that up, though, when we're ready, and, and you can tell them more about how to do this, because you are way more familiar with these exercises. Yeah, uh, maybe we will just kind of uh, put it at the end, and then I don't think people want to sit here for five minutes. In and the middle of a yeah, that's, that's a point. unless oh. okay. hmm. I was gonna say unless you uh, want to kind of follow the like follow my instructions as we do it, and then kind of because all of these say you know take note of your experience or mm -hmm. uh, might be encouraged. So maybe you can talk about what you felt or what your experience was with the the running of the energy. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm down. Um, yeah, we may not even. I wonder if you could edit this to where it's not the full five minutes, and then you could just sit there with, for the five minutes, and then come back. <laughs> um, um, well, oh, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Yeah, whatever, whatever is easy. Um, you know, we'll, do you want to do that at the end though? I think that that might. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're, we're, we're formulating the show on the fly, as you can see. <laughs> That's part of our time-saving process. So you're in the mix of how the show's developing. So uh, feel free to, uh, and of course, you know, we love to hear from people. So please uh, hit us up on social media or on the website. Uh, there's, a, there's a link on the website at cosmiceye.org on our, on our page. You'll see the podcast page. So if you've got any questions about any of this stuff or you know, suggestions for things you'd like to hear more about or what have you, please feel free to contact us. Yeah, or if you've tried any of the, I think what, this would be the second one, the second yeah. kind of guided. Yeah, we yeah. did it last week too, right? You did a great, you did a great one last week. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It was very cool. So, all right, so this, uh, this chapter, if we'll jump into this, we'll jump into this and then we'll kind of intersperse it with other stuff that's going on just to kind of yeah. see where we're at. Uh, this chapter is called The Energy of Biological Differences. So this, um, again, the idea here is that uh, in the biological makeup of men and women, uh, there are psychic, as well as obviously biological differences, physical differences, physiological differences. There are also these psychic differences that manifest themselves in, in different ways in the, in the, in the sexes. Uh, so, you know, I was thinking about just kind of reading this first, uh, this first little section. I found this very interesting, the way he, he or she, because I'm not sure who wrote what. Sometimes they point out their names in here. John. They do, yeah. It's, I think it's the first, for at least in this chapter, the first voice is his, and then he references to Gloria. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me just read this, unless you want to. I was going to read the first uh, little uh, section on chapter six, where he kind of outlines, or whoever wrote this outlines, uh, their kind of their standpoint. Now, again, you may or may not ag agree with this. This is kind of the uh, their framework that they're using. 
but it does make sense. And I think that if you, you work with this book and you work with some of the exercises, you're going to see maybe what they're saying and it'll make, it'll make more sense if you do, do the exercises. Would you agree with that? It's like, you know, yes. theory is fine, but it's like, you almost really do need to, to do this meditative work in order to see if it vibes with you. Yes, I agree. Okay. Uh, this, in fact, though, just to kind of frame this, uh, a lot of this material is uh, work that you've been kind of schooled in, right? Uh, not fully. Not I fully. think it took like half a half a year course. So I, um, I didn't get to the full year certification part. So uh, there, we didn't touch on, uh, <laughs> we didn't touch on any of these like gender parts. Okay. Any of the, yeah. The differences in gender and grounding energetically according to your gender. Were you um, snickering because of touching gender parts? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I was just I was because I was gonna make a joke about that, but then I'm like, wait, is he laughing about that or is something else going on? <laughs> because by the way, um, and I I'm, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but no. not as we speak, you are taking a Chinese herbal foot bath. Am I correct? Yes, I am. <laughs> So, so if you hear any splashing around, or, or any... <laughs> oh, that's true. That would be kind of weird, right? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's like, like you're in the tub or something. You're like super relaxed, right. <laughs> but actually it's just your feet that are super relaxed. At yes. This point, correct? yes. I just came okay. back from San Francisco and we made a stop at Chinatown and uh, they suggested this uh, tea bath. So um, about, what is that? 45 minutes ago, I dipped my tea in boiling hot water okay and so far it's been doing pretty good all so, right so now you're yes that would be the splashing sound yes so now you're brewing a nice batch of foot tea foot tea yeah excellent <laughs> <laughs> all right so let me go ahead and read a little bit of actually do you want to read it since i've been talking a lot which what one is it just the first yeah, the one of the gifts that come from the fact. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually reading that again as you were talking. Okay, good. Because <clears throat> I do like how he, well, yeah, how they kind of worded this. Okay, let me get some water now that I'm laughing a lot. Stay out of that, stay out of that foot bath water. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> or toe tea, right? If you want to have like alliteration. Is that alliteration? Yeah. That is alliteration. Exactly. I like. I'm speaking of which, alliteration and poetry, uh, and we'll, maybe we'll talk about this more if you want to, but you went to City Lights Bookstore. I did. Yes. Which is super cool. Yeah. Uh, for those who do not know City Lights, it is, uh, it is a famous bookstore in San Francisco, and it was started by, uh, I believe, Louis Ferlinghetti, and I think... Um, um i'm trying to think of some of the other poets that were involved but it was a lot of the beat poets from san francisco right yes yeah. and it has a good interesting uh layout but we'll get to that okay. the, people are going to be like wow these guys really have some we're just adhd all, going on today yeah we're just all over <laughs> the map so go ahead and read i'm sorry okay that's no, okay um one of the gifts that comes from the fact that men and women are different is that it forces us if we're to be successful in life, to learn to interact well with people who are simply different from us. Men's and women's auras are different in ways that affect how each gender engages the world and engages the other sex. Other things being equal, a woman's aura will be higher in frequency and about two feet larger in radius than a man's due to the energy that supports her ability to bear children. This is true 
whether or not a woman chooses to have children and whether she is heterosexual, lesbian, or even transgendered born with female body. Viewed clairvoyantly, very little of man's aura energy is generated by his reproductive system, whereas large parts of women's emerge from the energy of her ovaries, uterus, and breasts, and from differences in several glands, such as the pituitary. A woman's pituitary gland is about four or five times larger than a man's. Uh, keep going. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. <clears throat> gender energies are palpable, particularly the female energy. We're using gender to refer to biological differences, not differences due to social programming. It's helpful to be aware of those gender energies as they are key to understanding and treating your personality as real and important. There are transcendent states where gender is irrelevant, but at the personality level, gender plays an essential part in your embodied humanity. Learning to be male or female grounded will effectively and gracefully address the balance of your gender energies, as well as help you acknowledge your unique strengths and challenges. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I was going to, oh, I guess we could even go, well, I'll just sum this up. So the, and sure. then he goes on to speak about how the main tool for grounding uh, is the creation of the male or female grounding cord, which we're going to talk about later on, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's going to be, I think, the, uh, the, the exercise that we'll work through, right? Yes. And they, um, yes, I think that that's probably the quickest one. Yeah. Um, and then they have, uh, they have um, uh, images on here, or uh, they have they have like the what is that called? Talking about like the illustration in the book. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They have like they have like a you know yeah that illustration. Yeah. So if you're a visual person, then you can just kind of follow because sometimes, yeah. especially when you get into I think uh, the female complexity then they it's if you're not a visual person or a um, imaginative person I think it could get a little confusing yeah yeah that's what I was thinking as I was reading through it I mean because and the whole point of this thing really is that um in general uh you know you, they go on to explain how the 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 female energy is is much more complex and that the, the female uh, reproductive system is involved in psychic energy and the uh, this sort of um, subtle energy component of the body uh, yeah in a much uh, more uh, sophisticated way than it is with with biological males so um, you know so the so the what the exercise is a little more complicated because it's involving multiple multiple parts within the body multiple internal organs like i think if i'm not mistaken it has uh the ovaries the uterus and then the um the sacral uh not the sacral the root chakra the root chakra mm -hmm. and uh the uh what was it the sciatica both sides yep. of sciatic, sciatic nerves right yes so so for males it's just it's just like the prostate and then this grounding cord whereas with females it's like you know a whole system of reproductive uh organs right so yeah 
a little more complicated, uh, but you're right. It's like, it does show it with the, uh, with the, uh, with that illustration. I think it makes it a little bit easier because it all kind of flows down in sort of like a, like a triangular pattern almost, which is kind of, which is kind of interesting the way that that energy flows um, and then grounds down into that cord. So we'll get more into that as we, as we talk about the exercise, but I think the exercise you're going to run through is going to be a little bit simpler, right? It's like a generic grounding or something, isn't it? Well, they have two, um, they have the, the female grounding. I think if we were to do the grounding in general in in this chapter we should probably separate the them you know the yeah. female and the because that's kind of the whole point of this yeah chapter. it is you're right you're right so it'd be kind of kind of kind of uh difficult yeah so we'll just we'll just run through them both then yeah but it does kind of funnel down um you know where they describe it as these waves from these different uh parts of the female body and then it just yeah. kind of falls down into the grounding cord and a grounding cord is just pretty much what it sounds like. Um, it, I think it uh, often will just stem from how you were saying, like your root chakra, and that you, you can just visualize it as anything that you'd like. Uh, um, when I had uh, these classes, uh, sometimes it would be a different element. So sometimes it would be more natural, like um, like a tree trunk or sometime or sometimes it was even like water mm. uh, depending on where I was at um, in kind of like an energy space uh, other times it was described as just like these panels or something that come are coming down from the sides of your legs or uh, things like that but uh, if we're only sticking to this book um, which I probably should because the other stuff is separate then it's just a grounding cord coming from down from your root chakra onto uh, nature. Yeah, and down to the core, the core of the earth, basically, right? So you're, right. you're sending this thing down all the way into the the core of the earth, which I found interesting. And actually, I did uh, the, some of these exercises, and they they did work very well. Uh, the point really of this, uh, the idea of it is you know he gets into this a bit or she or she gets into this a bit uh as they're writing and says uh male or female grounding helps open a clear line of communication for your personality mm -hmm. and your body to engage your soul more easily uh, at a body and emotional level it greatly reduces gender-driven stress clarifies your energy helps you maintain healthier boundaries and balances the gender energies that can unconsciously tax your relationships so it's, it sounds like it's really a tool. And again, you know, jump in and tell me more uh, if, you know, if you have more to say, but it sounds like it's really a, a tool to help, uh, to help, you know, and I hate to keep using the word ground, but it's kind of solidifies and grounds and clarifies your energy and keeps it sort of rooted in a place where, so it doesn't kind of fly off in, in different directions, both for, uh, for men and women. But I think the point of this, and from at least if I understand it, is that um, they're really pointing out that that women have actually quite a bit more psychic energy, naturally speaking. Uh, right. Partially, you know, at least they're making the argument it's partially due to the fact that they're uh, that that they're re you know they're capable of uh, reproducing life, basically. Yes. So, and the fact that you you know they've got all the uh, 
sort of extra, you know, extra parts to do so, right? Whereas men seem more simplistic, sort of biologically speaking, in a sense. Uh, right. Then it, it that translates to a sort of a more, uh, not simple, but kind of a more, I guess, focused psychic energy and less less diffused, maybe. I, mm -hmm. I, is that is that correct? Yeah, I think more streamlined. Streamlined. Okay. But I, they, I think they refer to it as simplicity. Simplicity. Yeah, they did use that term, didn't they? Yeah. And so there's more of, and you know, so the opposite of that would be a complexity. So there's more of a complex sort of psychic situation going on. Uh, and even when they describe the, the, the chakras and the energy centers uh, uh, during these exercises, women actually have a psychic energy center, which is kind of located, I think it's like located up in front of the womb a little bit outside yes. of the body, right? About like four inches. Yeah. So I found that interesting. It's almost as if there's sort of a psychic space to, uh, to you know, that corresponds to that ability to to create life, mm -hmm. or even. It also seems like, uh, and I didn't hadn't think thought about this before, but as you were mm -hmm. describing it, it's almost like there's an extra level of protection um because everything's so you know like spaced out the yeah um, there's like the extra two feet then there's like this um i think they kind of described it um they say that uh, women have described it as like this kind of like fuzzy ball uh, or this uh fuzzy energy in front of like their stomach or womb area yeah and that could also be you know um there we'll have to read more about this or look into this but that could also be another protective um element or uh whatnot because of the ability to give birth so maybe there's all of this like extra padding mm, you know? yeah yeah and you don't have you're not so vulnerable to like psychic attacks mm. or um things of this sort because the child it's or the um embryo or whatever stage yeah. <laughs> it is it's you know vulnerable sure yeah exactly so maybe there's all of these um different areas in place for that reason that would make a lot of sense if there were an area of sort of a almost like a psychic energy shield around the area where the baby would uh, would would gestate so yeah um, that's that's interesting you had brought up something um earlier prior to the show yeah about um like the Jungian thought of women always being grounded well it's it's more that um because women are biologically you know connected to reproduction and there's this sort of ideas uh you know sort sort of in in mythology and stuff that the earth itself is feminine yeah um, and sort of that material the material world itself is known as being feminine in in essence because of that reproductive uh capability that women have and the ability to reproduce so uh so in the jungian system women are already quite connected to the earth and that's where like we talked a bit about this so so basically there there sort of viewpoint is that even though women have this extra uh, sort of psychic energy and um, 
are are connected to the earth and are obviously connected to that feminine energy you know mythologically speaking they don't really speak about that but they need in a sense um a bit more sophisticated tool to ground them to the earth which i right. found interesting and so but in the jungian system it's more like um women since they already are that in essence they would balance out their masculine energy and and that would bring a balance about and it's the same for men men would balance out their feminine side and that would bring that balance about you know like the yin yang symbol basically is kind of what you're shooting right. for that sort of perfect balance uh and so so you know and that's an inner thing psychological thing it's both about the physiological thing as well but there's a psychological component to it in, in Jungian in the Jungian sense i think they're both getting at the same thing yes that they're uh just going about it with a little different theory about how to get there um, yeah right yeah cuz it there was a there was like a part in this uh that i was like oh my feminism i don't know <laughs> is gonna sit uh too well with it it was the part where they were talking about um uh people not if like a if it if a woman or you know biological woman is not uh grounded in this female grounding um then it's difficult for her to be understood and then if her voice elevates or something then it makes it difficult for anybody else to kind of like receive that voice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so that part got a little you know on the tricky side but i think that um it's not so much that they're trying to like differentiate in terms of we're separating you uh, mm -hmm. to make you like different on purpose or just because I think it's just kind of bringing awareness to the fact that you are different. You know? Yeah. So you may need these other mechanisms to ground yourself on a level that is, let's kind of like say like pH balance for you. Yeah, that's <laughs> so appropriate. Like, yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I got out of that as well. And I think, yeah. you know, again, people are going to have to do their, do their homework and try these exercises out for themselves. And they may uh, bristle at some of the language or whatever at first but i do i do think there's something something to a lot of this and i think sometimes yeah. uh, a lot of uh a lot of these ideas have sort of been jettisoned you know in, in in the kind of current current climate of of some of these uh issues because you know people are very sensitive about these issues and and that's understandable uh, but it you know they, it does need to be addressed and talked about in a forum and and, and kind of discussed in a way um that you know opens up these ideas and the the idea that there you know are differences between men and women uh biologically speaking energetically speaking i think it's important to address that because you know and yeah. it's not going to apply to to everyone 100 of the time it's you know but but these kinds of things when we look at them you have to say well honestly for most people this is probably true you know and, mm -hmm. and if it isn't, well, then that's interesting, you know, that's an interesting jumping off point to go, okay, well, that's not true for me. Here's what I experience. And, you know, at least it gives you a sort of um, place to start from. Yeah. You know? And recognizing some of the, the, the differences in terms of, and celebrating the differences, understanding the differences, and then, and kind of like seeing if, if this works for you or not, I think is an important sort of 
process to go through. Yeah. And psychically think, and energetically, right? Yes. I think it would be, um, let me see what I can ask if they can just give this a try and see what they come back with. Mm-hmm. But um, since, you know, you and I do not have female reproductive systems, we can't really. <laughs> we, we, are not, this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, we are not capable yeah. of, of speaking from our own personal experience whatsoever. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I to kind of I think that that's probably the best. It's like yeah. they're they're um, prescribing a way to ground yourself in your like psychic energy yeah. in a way that would be uh, like kind of balanced to your sex or your reproductive system mm-hmm. without selling you you know a pink razor for like five dollars more than a blue razor. <laughs> You know, I don't think that there's that's a very good point (laughs) yeah I don't think that they're saying like oh you know you have to do this extra work because you are less than it's like you just have these other body parts that are a bit more complex exactly uh, and it would be beneficial for you to acknowledge those complexities and just see if this works you know yeah at yeah, least that's that, what I'm kind of getting. That was a sense I got too. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not a female, so I, right. I can't speak for them, but, but I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's very neutral in the way that it's written and it, it's, it's, you know, and it really is, uh, it's, it's a very open system to whereby it's, you know, it's, it's more like, okay, here's our ideas. We'll present them. We'll give you these, uh, these tools to work with and kind of just see, and I, I think there is is something to them. I don't think there are very many people who you could find who would not say that uh, psychically and intuitively, women on the whole seem to be uh, more developed in that area, naturally speaking, than men are. I well, there's like mother's instinct, right? Yeah, exactly. Women, they, I mean, there's these classic sort of old school sayings like women's intuition and things like that. And, you know, those things are kind of there for a reason. I mean, honestly, they... they I think women are a bit more in touch, naturally speaking, with the unconscious and with their psychic selves and with uh, this kind of intuitive feelings and kind of more grounded in their emotions and able to communicate on that level in a social way in a much better way than most men are, naturally speaking, which is why, you know, in, in child development and so on, you see like this difference in, in young, especially with kids, that, you know, generally speaking, boys and girls mature at different rates, quote unquote. And yeah. it's because of the way that they, you know, navigate through the world. And, you know, it's, it's, an, it's, it's interesting because it gets into a lot of the mythology and folklore and psychology of the past as well. You know, generally speaking, um, and I think we talked a little bit about this before. Oh, you were talking about Dune. So that hero's journey uh, sort of mythological structure is kind of, you know, um, is a very archetypal way that oftentimes men will navigate through life. It's a right. big battle and you're, you know, you're going out to fight something. And, you know, that's this sort of, this sort of um, uh, metaphor for, for generally speaking, the way most males navigate through life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now things change and certainly gender roles change over time and things like that. And a lot of these myths are ancient. So certainly that has to be taken into account. However, I think they also do take into consideration certain psychic and psychological phenomena that even ancient people recognized uh, quite, quite, you know, clearly. Right. So, yeah. 
you know, so it opens up the, the door to talk about this stuff and to think about it and to be aware of, of differences. And again, differences, like you said, are not about trying to sell someone a pink razor. It's to recognize your own unique uh, psychological and physiological makeup that often is bound up in, in, in your biological gender, even if you don't identify with that gender, which I found really interesting. Yeah, they address that as well. That, it does address uh, that, right? They address that, you know, androgyny, uh, they're not referring to androgyny. They're not referring to like, if you identify as male or female, yeah um in the in a social construct way um and that there are uh areas of spirituality or um uh psychic abilities or clairvoyant abilities that like gender won't matter because you're at yeah. that plane yeah um, but when it comes to this grounding uh then that's where they're being specific yeah and it the reason that um, i'm gonna read the next two um oh please yeah uh paragraphs but we've talked you and i have talked about this before where sometimes there are spiritual explanations for physical ailments or uh, physical things that we get um either diagnosed as or you know people get perceived as so i always enjoy those connections where it's like oh okay so there's another layer, layer, sorry, of how, you know, uh, we have constructed our world, but we forget that we're also spiritual beings, or we are spiritual beings. What is mm -hmm. the thing that you say? Uh, oh, like a spiritual, uh, spiritual uh, being having a human experience. Yes. Yeah. So uh, here, I'll read it and you'll see what I mean. <clears throat> uh, Thus, while it is important for a man to learn how to communicate with and support women, it's not part of a man's journey to learn how to run female creative energies, though his energy body in the frequency range we are discussing. I read that really weird. Uh, <laughs> to say otherwise uh, would be like suggesting that a man would be better if he had ovaries and testicles, and that is just not the case. Yeah. Um, male grounding is far less of an issue for men than female grounding is for women for example when a man is not male grounded it may manifest as uh, passivity or passivity or aggression um, certainly important issues but since a woman's reproductive energy involves so much more total energy and programming than a man's reproductive energy thus extending her aura two feet further than a man's the consequences are greater when she is in female grounded. For example, it is easier for her to inadvertently overstep boundaries or even worse, be judged as out of control or hysterical and not in the comical sense. Have you ever noticed how people, perhaps even you, will often stop listening to a woman if she raises her voice? Both men and women have a tendency to tune out a woman who is not female grounded though men tend to have a more exaggerated response, uh, anger, or even rage. Fair or not, it's often the case that a woman will be dismissed if she is not female grounded. If she is female grounded, she can raise her voice and be heard. So that's uh, what I was saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that concept is not new or it's not uncommon or unheard of where you know it's like oh 
you know, um, um, man is described as being strong and a woman is described as being a bee, you know, if they're in some sort of like role of power um, and it becomes easy, more dismissed. So because I guess uh, it's not, because the lack of male grounding isn't as significant, then, you know, men can kind of just travel around um, and be like, okay, you know, I'm disconnected for the time being, which mm -hmm. is a highly accepted social thing, right? Like concept for men to just be like, not necessarily grounded and just continue their lives uh, without getting in tune with like either their emotions or their spirituality or things like this. But women have this, um, this other expectation because they are um, able to give birth and whatnot mm -hmm. i think culturally i used to um for sure view uh women in a different way because of that reason and sometimes in well early on in my therapy practice i had to check my bias and you know um realize that not all mothers are going to be the same mm -hmm. that not you know every woman is going to be uh caring and loving and nurturing um but I think what the book is saying is that those are just given attributes that women have. So it's yeah. easy for, for that uh, level of energy to overstep. So then now you have the overbearing mother, you know, and th those mm -hmm. kind of stereotypes. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. It is, It you know, and it, while you were speaking on that, it reminded me of... Uh, of uh, what we were talking about earlier with the Jungian uh, point of view on that. So, uh, so their sort of corollary to this, I would call it, I guess, is the, uh, the psychological component of uh, that contrasexual element within uh, a male or female. So, so the man has within him, biological male has within him what's known as the uh, anima. And that's the sort of a capacity for for feeling the capacity for uh connectedness and compassion and so on and it's connected to the soul and it's a very it's the feminine element within a man that often is not uh, engaged with and in order for one to become an individuated person which is the goal of Jungian uh therapy yeah to become individuated really just to connect to the higher self in essence connect to the self with a capital S. I mean, it, there's a very spiritual component to the union work. Uh, so the opposite of that, not the opposite, but the, uh, the uh, feminine version of that or the female version of that is the animus. And the animus is, is, is the sort of masculine element within a woman, psychologically speaking, uh, connected again to the soul, uh, which is more uh, sort of it really kind of embodies the characteristics of of being able to go out into the world and be sort of a, a heroic figure and be able to be some assertive and to do things that are classically associated in terms of um uh psychological terms as as quote-unquote masculine traits right right uh so so for them for Jungians uh, for example, and it's 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 really quite similar. Like, and what she was saying, I remember uh, 
Marie-Louise von Franz, who was like probably Jung's greatest, uh, I don't know, disciple, I guess you'd call her, uh, genius, absolute genius. Uh, she, she talked about how one time when she was arguing with Jung, he was, um, he was he, what they say is he was in the anima, he was sort of possessed by this feminine energy. And so when a man is sort of possessed and not grounded in his masculinity, he becomes somewhat un, unreasonable and kind of like won't listen and uh, becomes very overbearing and kind of um, irrational and so on, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the same sort of thing occurs in, in females when they're in the what's known as in the animus. So when they're possessed by the animus, that masculine side of themselves, when they're not grounded in their feminine power yeah. and they're operating through that energy, it becomes a very, uh, you, you know, just as in, you know, the correspondingly, it's the same in men, but it becomes very grating on the other, the other sex or even the same sex. It's like a very... Mm -hmm. It's a very uncomfortable thing, and so so. What's interesting? I just it's this. It's very similar. And now that I now yeah. that I see what they're talking about, now it, it makes more sense to me. And it occurs both in males and females. Yes. So if they're not grounded in their energy, it, it's just something you know. Especially when you instead of being assertive, you become very aggressive. Right. Um, instead of you know sort of standing your ground and being clear and and concise, you know, you become dictatorial and and very narrow-minded, for example. Right. Because one is not grounded in one's own natural psychic energy. And again, right. it has little to do with like it has little to do with, um, you know, your what who you're personality identifies who the ego identifies with in terms of your you know you may not identify as a as a as a female as anything as anything <laughs> but biologically speaking there are psychic forces at work and psychological forces at work and physiological forces at work you know in the unconscious that are mm -hmm. they're, they're there yeah you know, and i think that's really the point of both what jung's work is talking about and this psychic psychology it's like okay, I may not agree with what nature gave me, but that doesn't mean it doesn't affect me in some way, right? Right, yeah. Isn't that what they're getting at? That's what I was seeing. So I, I find that very interesting. And again, it's not to, to say that uh, psychologically speaking, you know, your choice about, about who you, who you ch uh, choose to identify as is not valid. It just means that the body and the biology still has an effect on you. Correct. I mean, they're right? going to release... Uh, pregnant male emojis soon, I believe. Really? Yep. Interesting. That should really. That, that, <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll give us more, more fun things to send, right? Yeah, but so I'm just go. thinking of like conservative people in there. They're going to they're gonna love that one. So, yeah. but you know, that's, it's an interesting thing though. So, so, so these are, these are really, uh, these are really cool ideas. And, and, you know, I always, I always, you know, suggest that people keep, Keep an open mind, you mm -hmm. know, run, run with them, experiment with them, run them through your own filters and ideas and, and see where they take you. Cause I think, um, I think there's still a lot to a lot of this. And I think in some ways, some of the, um, some of the critiques and the critical theory that have come out of academia in the last maybe 10 years or so have sort of narrowed the, the discussion in some ways. And I, I, I think, it's good to kind of open things back up so people aren't afraid to talk about these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
with while being sensitive while being sensitive and obviously you know um deferring to a person's choices that they're making and so on and and their their own point of psychological point of view right so yeah it would be interesting as just uh an awareness exercise uh-huh. to take note of when people kind of when you have that visceral response for yep. with other people like when you find them being uh, really like annoying or irritating or um i can't there <laughs> there's a there's been moments when you can tell like i don't have the best poker face all the time <laughs> and you can tell that i am ready to go like i cannot be here and it it could be the fact that somebody is just you know not centered or not grounded yeah not that i'm you know walking around like floating in you know like guru spirituality all the time yeah, yeah. um but I can sense it and it's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, the importance of, of doing a lot of this work, um, you know, is that it, it helps you to navigate through life in a more uh, efficient way, really. So when mm-hmm. you're grounded in, in who you are, you, you really, you don't get caught up in as much nonsense, do you? Right. Yeah. I think so. And you have, you're more centered, you have more awareness. Uh, I, I use, I think I talked about this before, but um, so I started off uh, spiritually more with like natural elements and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then as I started learning more and uh, developing more, I really got this high off of like just flying around yeah um so i've had like uh um experiences where i'm like somewhere in somewhere in the universe like training it seems like mm-hmm. um for for something it just I, I was on this kind of like a flat surface uh just kind of like floating somewhere amongst the stars and just it looked like i was training um, or it felt like that as well. Um, and this is a between life type thing, or a- this is just uh, in that specific was the kind of like in a meditation. Okay. Okay. Um, the between lives have has been the hypnotherapy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're definitely doing we're doing that, but yeah. Exactly. Um. So, but now, uh, I like the balance because it's there's a sense of security that you get when you're when you're grounded mm-hmm. and you feel safe because you know that you can still travel around right but then you're going to come back home or you're going to come back to this place because the home can can also be a bit um uh different for everyone yeah. so but yeah you uh i have it's it's a sense of like security safety that you know, I know that I'm connected to Mother Nature and, um, you know, completely like locked in, but then I can still go and experience and see all these things. And uh, sometimes I see like different people's lives. It, it like a lot of stuff comes in. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's so much that like, I feel like I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> wow. It like just kind of like, like knocks me out. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like it overwhelms you. Mm-hmm. Or Yeah. There's something about that, though, right, that I should probably explore the subconscious of um, 
getting into that space but yeah uh i've talked about this before um and it happened again this weekend i've been meeting um a lot of uh female-bodied people who um have other energies that they're carrying around with them so when i do these uh like you know ratings as i do Mm -hmm. um that's the stuff that i'm picking up on and um i'm wondering if the grounding would help they talk about that they talk about that yeah i remember that section there was a and this is just something you're running into in life i don't know if you you reread this or not but um that that because of that extra psychic energy and because of that uh, reproductive ability there's a tendency uh in 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 females uh gendered females that uh they are they do take on other people's stuff more readily um and it's you know sort of part of that 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 idea of the the sort of nurturing or caring or you Mm -hmm. know this kind of um helper helper the sort the the quote-unquote motherly instinct yeah Uh, whether and again it's whether or not one chooses to have children or whether or not one cares to have children or whether or not even one uh, identifies as a female but that that sort of energy is 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 sort of uh, part and parcel with the with the parts for lack of a better word with those Mm -hmm. uh, with the biological um uh the part the parts that that reproductive system reproductive system itself right so um so that's that's one thing that not being grounded tends to do and so you're seeing that firsthand then with the people interesting yeah you find that it's they're taking on more um like like more masculine type energy or more feminine type energy or is it it depends so if they've experienced uh like a miscarriage or an abortion there's a uh, like a baby energy or child energy that's just kind of tethered um, and is still kind of like hooked up to them yeah um and so i can you can sense that and i think that that is probably consuming uh, maybe that's not the best word but it probably takes up some space and uh some energy right so then the person doesn't know why they feel this way or why they might still be going through maybe perhaps a uh subconscious or unconscious uh, grieving process or this connection to this energy that they're not necessarily aware of yeah if they haven't um done any like um work on that like cord cutting or anything of the sort um but that and then uh, i've been getting um several female in 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 my whole kind of history uh, i've had several uh, female bodied persons who have experienced um sexual molestation or rape and then that in itself is an invasion of your space um one of the things that i kind of have kind of but i don't because i think i talked about this in another episode as well but i i mostly lean on that yes <laughs> have an issue with is the you're not always just a victim Mm-hmm. You know, because they say that you invited this energy into your space, uh, whether it's um, uh, what's the word like outwardly or or not. Okay. Um, 
So that's the part that I'm like, ugh, it, it borders on um, victim blaming. Yeah, it's a very difficult the, area to speak about. Yeah, yeah, but energetically, I can see how you um, maybe perhaps, if I look at it this way, thinking, and I'm not trying to rationalize it, but maybe I just need to read it more or this book further. If I look at it this way, um, and as we've been describing, if you're not, you know, at this level, and I'm, again, no judgment because I'm not, I don't have like a, like a routine or anything down where I do on a regular basis. Jason, you and I talk about it all the time where I'm like, <laughs> I need to like, I need to get on something, some sort of like schedule, some regiment, something. Um, so you'll get there. You'll get yeah, there. No judgment. So I, what it's, if I, but if I look at it this way, if you're not taking care of yourself on the spiritual level, not that it's your responsibility. Oh, see, all of this sounds so bad. <laughs> um, but then maybe there's vulnerabilities that are left open. Um, I, I hear then, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's people who are like, uh, like energetic vampires or uh, psychic predators. Um, yeah that no, sure. you know, are like smelling things that like oh what is that do i sense vulnerability yeah you know? no exactly and and i you know i totally get what you're saying and it's a difficult issue to talk about especially uh, today and especially because sure. we, for we, someone who has been through any of yeah. the things like that, yeah no for sure but there is there is uh again like all of a, a lot of i shouldn't say all of but a lot of the ideas that kind of have been pitched out or you know, re-examined or deconstructed and so on. It, there, it, oftentimes there are truths that need to be examined. Uh, right. They're not meant to, uh, to, to, to blame anyone for things that are out of their control. They're not meant to make anyone feel bad or shamed or anything like that. But it's really this idea though that I think that uh, the world, you know, and I think this is one of the things that oftentimes people forget. The world is... Uh, uh, can be a dangerous place. You know, there are individuals out there who do not have uh, good intentions. Right. And they oftentimes look for individuals who are like sheep or that are kind of unconnected or ungrounded in their own being, uh, that are somewhat um, naive, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, part of this, this work and getting to know yourself and and owning your energy and grounding yourself and, and being um, uh, aware of your circumstances and all that uh, help you to not light up when those sorts of individuals are floating around looking for people to take advantage of. Right. And, and that is part of the, um, you know, part of the sort of self-defense, if you want to call it like psychic self-defense or even um, psychological self-defense is, is to, uh, really work on yourself and make sure that you're in touch with who you are. You understand who you are and you're grounded in who you are biologically, psychologically, spiritually, physiologically, and so on. And I think this, this work helps you to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and in my experience with the readings that I've given, there's yeah. really only been like one, maybe two, where it, it was an overt uh kind of shared responsibility where i saw something yeah and, and then i you know i highlighted that <laughs> and yeah. then their face and demeanor completely changed and it was like mm. oh you could see that and i was like yeah and it's not the easiest thing to tell someone 
it you know you're speaking of like when there's this sort of enmeshed kind of psychic like abuse type thing going on that is it that sort of a situation uh when somebody i'll just be a little bit more blunt and less cryptic when yeah. there's uh, when there's somebody who has gone through um uh like a rape scenario okay or a sexual assault okay there's been one specific one that i can think of but i think there's uh, one or two one specific one where i saw something and i was like oh you did something not necessarily to bring this on uh and i'm not saying that you know but there was just something that was just not not congruent in the story that was gotcha. being given. Gotcha. Yeah. So there was like a sense of responsibility, not responsibility, but there was something that they did. And when I, when I went to highlight that or point that out, it was like, oh, yeah. I guess you, you can see that as well. I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. So it's instead of if they were not telling you the whole story, right? Or skewed, like a little bit skewed, skewed a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes we do that with ourselves unconsciously, you know, we, we kind of uh, over the years, we'll, we'll look, you know, look at situations in our lives and we'll kind of forget parts of how, you know, what we did or what have you. And again, it's, it's, it's not necessarily apply to, to every single situation, but th there's, there's, there's times when, when, when it's, it's convenient for our psyche to leave certain details out. And, you know, those details are still, you know, in us somewhere. And so, like, if you psychically sort of can, can draw those out, you know, you can see a, the kind of the bigger picture story that's a little more holistic, I guess, as it were. Because sometimes our conscious mind forgets details. That's, that's all that's I'll say, you know, yeah. um, that, um, you, know, you know, and so it's, it's, but I think, again, it's like the more conscious we become, of our our of ourselves the less uh the less we are unconsciously walking through life and repeating the same sorts of destructive behaviors that uh, we don't want to do yeah and, and one of the ways to to be conscious of that is to do this kind of work do psychological work do therapeutic work do meditation you know, talk to our spirit guides, whatever, whatever approach we want to take uh, that helps us get more in touch with who, who we really are and are, you know, and again, it's like a lot of the process I've, I've noticed of like, you know, working with people on any type of therapeutic level, whether it's, you know, spiritual or psychological or, you know, even physical uh, is sorting out what is yours and what is the other person's. Yeah, they have an you know exercise I mean? for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I saw that in the end, you know, I, I really, I really like that. And that, but again, you know, I, I draw from, from, from my background, you know, the, the a lot of the union stuff, but, it, it, you know, a lot of this applies to magical work as well, because one of the things that, you know, you do in, in, in magical work is you've got to, you know, you've got to figure out really what, what is yours and what's yours to carry and what is not yours, you know, yeah. and, so that that exercise that you're talking about is is towards the end of this uh, towards the end of this section, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it's towards the end of the chapter. Mm -hmm. They have uh, these practice exercises where you, um, it's two people, I believe, and uh, you can either be. I think there's 
Well, there's a few. Yeah. Um, but I think one of them involves like two people like sitting in front of each other or the other one uh, could just be like you are thinking of someone else, acknowledging what their energy feels like and then kind of stepping out of it. Okay. And then I think bringing it back through your crown chakra, if I'm not mistaken, and then channeling it back down through down to your root and uh, uh, grounding cord and then having mother nature just recycle that nice yeah I, I like the way that that they do that in their exercises and you know that's a that's something that's done in a lot of uh a lot of a lot of magical work as well um in many different systems is you you know you do a sort of a purification allow the earth to kind of purify that energy or you'll you'll yeah. bury something you know you'll do a, a limpia or a cleansing with something an egg or you know, if it's a, you know, whatever it is that you're using, and then you'll bury that item, it'll take on the psychic energy of the person and kind of the, the, the negative energies, and you'll, you know, put it in the earth and allow Mother Earth to, to sort of recycle that and kind of, you know, um, I'm going to say like, uh, re sort of regenerate the energy, basically, mm -hmm. take that negative energy and turn it into something, something positive. The Earth has the ability to do that. I mean, that's what it, you know, it, it, it is our home it is our mother and you know it has the ability to heal us and to protect us and i mean everything you know we, we have such a weird idea about the earth now because we're so disconnected from it but you know every single thing that you buy in a plastic package comes from mother earth yeah. and including the plastic that you bought that in that that was manufactured in that you know that high-tech factory by robots all of that is mother earth all of it yeah. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. And we, we almost feel like we're above her or something now. Like we, we, we've like the, like the tail is wagging the dog, but it's like, it's such a strange thing. We forget our connection. And these, these exercises help us to, to remember that connection and to reconnect with that energy that, you know, because in the end, human beings, you know, we forget, you know, yes, we're spiritual beings having a human experience and all of this, but these bodies are from the dust of this earth. I mean, as they say in the Bible, it's like, it's very primal, you know? you know when you really think about it and so this grounding and this psychic grounding to this sort of physical earth and its energy is like crucial you know so uh, so we're going to go through that uh that exercise and you're gonna you're gonna lead us through those right and so uh we'll probably need to do that soon i think we're getting, yeah. getting toward the end so why don't we uh, unless you have uh, anything else pressing or any uh, uh no just my contest there? but I, I will also announce oh that yes you gotta talk about that yes 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 so i'm going to be once i reach 888 posts <laughs> which i think i'm at like 830 or something like oh, that close um and if i do three per day i've been traveling so i haven't been posting as much but if i do three per day that's like what how many days is that 50 uh, posts uh, mathematicians we are yeah God. maybe like 15 days something like that let me see yeah like about 16 days yeah that sounds right so two weeks that should be enough time i think for people no or should i yeah. hold them off? yeah that should be good no that's perfect so um, so i'll do it for two weeks so basically if i'll have the instructions on there but it's like uh like a typical contest that everybody has, uh, follow my page, tag three people, have them follow my page, 
and then um i will be giving away crystal like sizable crystals not you'll see um yeah. so you're gonna have pictures <laughs> yes i'll have uh, examples of all the crystals that i have and just kind of give you an idea of what they would look like um nothing that is in my shop because i think i just want to keep that there yeah um, and then um so if you <laughs> because i was in san francisco and i was thinking about this i'm like oh that reminds me of the last time i was here and the last time i was there is when i recorded <laughs> my tiktok video so you get your <laughs> points uh if you um if you what is that uh, follow yeah follow and then like share that video oh, okay gotcha oh, yeah, um, i have like no ego you'll see <laughs> like yeah i it's like i'm making a fool of myself but i think it's funny it is um, funny. it is a funny video so if you do that and then just message me then you know i'll have whoever's doing the counting uh put that into the list of Perfect. so the more you do the more chances you get to more win. chances you have of winning the prize yeah Okay, so they're going to want to go to at Angel on the Eighth Day on Instagram, right? Is that yes. the point? That's probably where I'll have the full details. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then of course, your Etsy store is at Angel on the Eighth Day, and they can just put that into the search engine on Etsy and they'll find you. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It, that is the case because I, oh, I, okay. I looked you up that way. Okay. <laughs> so if you yeah. just write out Angel on the Eighth Day, yeah, T H E, the number eight. Yep. day day that's it and you will get there that's how i that's how i found you uh because i i looked your, your shop up and it looks fantastic so thank you uh, um okay perfect anything else with that housekeeping wise are you i think that's it yeah all right I'm well good. then let's uh let's run into these uh these exercises we'll have you you read through them and i'll i'll, I'll just go through and do them are you going to do the female and the male grounding then yeah okay so if you want um oh but then i'll i won't know when to come back for you because i was going to say i can start with the the for men one um and then while you're connecting or something then i you can like just mute me and then I can do the female one or what do you think? Oh, that's, that's perfect. I'm just, yeah, do that. And then, and then you want to hear my feedback on it. Is that the idea? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, do it. I and then I'll just pause for know. like a couple of minutes and then I'll do yeah. the female one and then yeah, go for it. Okay. I just don't remember where the, oh, here we go. You found it. Yeah. Okay. They're right next to each other. Right. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I wonder if I should do. Yeah, I'll I'll probably discuss the step one, two, and three for, um, for the female one, and then go into the grounding cord exercise. You know where they have that chart. Yeah. That image. Yeah. There's like step one, two, and three. So I'll probably just talk through that and then go into. The sitting and all of that okay perfect all right so let's start with the male energy and elegant simplicity and just drink some water <clears throat> and again your grounding cord would 
just be uh, connected to from your root chakra down to the center of the earth. And I remember it's uh, it's like a green, it's a green color, right? You want to use a green color and make it about six inches in diameter. Is that is that what they're describing? Am I remembering that correctly? Uh, I don't. Did they say that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, again, you're going to work with your own imagination. And if that doesn't work, I mean, use what works, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I feel like whatever kind of like fits. Yeah. So that's a, like a, a jumping off point. That's what I used when I. I okay. I, yeah. I changed actually to something else, but I started with that. So. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Mine would like just kind of change depending on, yeah. I guess, where I, again, where I was in an energetic sense. So I'll do this and then I'll give you. I'll, I'll notice when you mute yourself or I can't notice when you, mute I'm just going to, I'm just going to listen through. Cause I, I, I go, I go pretty deep. I, I, it's not going to, okay. you'll yeah. be gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, four men <laughs> to male ground after creating your grounding cord. Um, men imagine an extension from the prostate gland, the walnut sized gland surrounding the urethra flowing into their grounding cord at the base of their spine. The connection can be about a diameter of a half dollar to a silver dollar. Now, sit comfortably straight in your chair, feet flat on the floor, legs and arms uncrossed with a sense of openness Relax, close your eyes, and breathe gently into your belly. Bring your awareness into the center of your head. Explode your old grounding cord and create a new one. Then imagine a stream of energy about an inch to an inch and a half in diameter flowing from your prostate gland, the walnut gland surrounding the urethra, over to your grounding cord at the base of the spine. Breathe and allow yourself to rest in your male grounding energy for about five minutes. Allow the day's stress to simply flow down your grounding cord and allow Mother Nature, Mother Earth, to recycle the energies for you. And remember to thank your body for being willing to change. Or women. Step one. After creating a grounding cord from the base of your spine all the way down to the earth's natural center, imagine a stream of energy flowing from your uterus and each ovary into your grounding cord. Now imagine a stream of energy flowing from your sciatic nerve 
one stream from each side of your hips into your grounding cord. Now, imagine a stream of energy flowing from the female creative space about four inches in front of your uterus into your grounding cord. And sit comfortably, straighten your chair, feet flat on the floor, legs and hands uncrossed. With a sense of openness, relax, close your eyes and breathe gently into your belly. Now bring your awareness into the center of your head and explode your old grounding cord and create a new one. Imagine a small stream from each ovary or ovary space flowing to the base of your spine and into your main grounding cord. Next, become aware of a ball of female creative energy about four inches out in front of your body, just in front of your uterus. And imagine a stream of grounding energy flowing from there to the base of your spine and into your main grounding cord. Then imagine a small stream of grounding energy flowing from your uterus into your main grounding cord. Next, imagine small streams from your sciatic nerve, two streams, one from each side of your hips, flowing into your main grounding cord. Breathe gently and deeply into your belly and allow yourself to rest in your female grounded energy for about five minutes. And finally, allow the day's stress to simply flow down your grounding cord and allow Mother Earth to recycle the energies for you. Remember to thank your body for being willing to change After the five minutes, take a few refreshing breaths, and when ready, stand up, gently stretch, and reverse polarities. I hate to break the silence, but yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to let him. We'll have to let him make, that was beautiful. Well read. Thank you. Very calming. 
Uh, there's a the latter part I didn't say in the because I didn't want to interrupt yours, mm. but um, the ending part are for both the for men and women where um, to after you thank your body for willing to change, just mm. take a few refreshing breaths. And when, and when ready, stand up and just gently stretch and reverse your polarities. I'm thinking reverse your polarities means you kind of like bend over. Mm. Oh, like a stretch, like a stretch where you would uh, let the energy flow back down to your head or something? Yeah, kind of like that. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. The other thing I was thinking, because I, I wasn't exactly sure about that either, um, is, uh, is kind of just uh, maybe cutting off that that grounding cord and then what I what I did for whatever reason is I sort of cut off the grounding cord and then I I pulled the energy uh from the root chakra back up to the back up to the crown back up towards the crown so I reversed the polarity of that energy uh, so it wasn't flowing down to earth back uh, move so it's moving upward again okay I th I, that that was my my take on it but it, they may mean something completely different so we'll need to read through that but I, yeah. I think whatever works for you whatever that means to you to reverse that polarity go go for that I took it as reverse the energy from flowing down and send it back upward because the whole goal of what, oh. yoga is to reverse the polarity of that energy so that it is moving upward in the spine okay that's downward that so, sounds good yeah. Does, that, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting. Uh, so I'll weigh in my little two cents on this. I, it, for me, one of the big things with it is the centering the uh, centering the focus in the middle of the head is very good because, yeah. and you'll notice this if, when you do this exercise, your energy is not really centered within you as much as you think it is. And especially when you begin to like, try to center it in your head you'll realize oh it's floating around in front of me oh it feels like it's to the right of me oh it's back here in the past thinking about something else it's like you know you you think like oh my thinking all occurs in my brain and so therefore my energy is always there it's not though yeah and you realize that sort of in a visceral way when you bring the focus of the attention to the center of the head it actually feels like to me it did anyway like it sort of snaps back into place right it's supposed to be there but because we're so distracted all the time and i think especially because of our digital world and all of our screens and so on i think our energy is a lot more free floating than it probably was when we were a bit more technologically less advanced yeah Right. There's also like dis like other type of disconnects. Um, yeah. Or sometimes you're just uh, walking around, not paying attention, or uh, there could be like some dissociation happening, or just sometimes you just want to take a break. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, sure. You you know, you, and that's it's necessary for your own psychic well-being. Um, the other thing that was interesting for me, so the grounding cord for me felt a bit like a tail. It's almost like a. Oh. Like a like a pre yes. like a, you know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And like so an the, extension of your spine. Yeah. And yeah. so it 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 almost felt like a dinosaur tail or something. The first time that I, I did this exercise, I visual I actually saw like a snake, like a giant like green python type thing, yeah. almost like a tail that was like like sort of burrowing down into the earth in a very kind of interesting way. So yeah. Uh, but I, I see snakes a lot in my visualizations. I, I'm very connected to them for some reason. Okay. Um, but but that uh, that actually uh, 
that actually worked really well for me, that imagery. So I, I like that exercise a lot. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Yeah. So it was unfortunate that you couldn't do it since you were reading it. But um, but yeah, I would I, I highly suggest it. I think it's a great thing. And again, I, I don't know anything about the how it works for 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 women. Yeah. Uh, but please uh, let us know because we'd like to we'd like to hear uh, from you yeah, guys. Sure. So. All right. Well, I think we'll probably wrap it up then because this has uh, been a pretty long one. And I, I hope that those exercises, uh, thank you for doing those. We I oh, appreciate Lord. that. Yeah, um, I hope they do help. But yeah, yeah it would be cool to hear uh, how, if, if at all, or even if you're just like listening, you know, during, let's say you don't do like the full five minutes, even if you're just listening to me describe the instructions and if that kind of gave you some sort of sense of anything or it took you somewhere or what you, whatever your experience was, I think yeah. great no, to hear. For sure. And uh, again, a uh, reminder, please uh, follow Angel. At yes, Angel get those crystals. Get those crystals. <laughs> I, uh, I unfortunately am not qualified to, to, to be a part of this since, right. <laughs> since that would look very suspicious. Sure. I, it's like, congratulations. <laughs> Look who won. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, they'd be like, yeah, nice, nice one, guys. Yeah. So, not only will Instagram not let us post things anymore, but yeah. we won't have anybody to post it because they'll be like, okay, yeah. we're canceled. Okay. <laughs> you're out. You're out. You're done. So I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this. Uh psychic psychology, Friedlander and Hampshire. Uh next week. What do we have on deck for next week? Are, Are we, we I, is it um, Sag already? I, I almost believe that that is the case. Let me see what next week is. Uh, it's 24th. Um, I believe it yeah. is. Is it? It is. You're right. It's, I think, the 21st or 22nd. That's the end. Let me double check that. My, I, I have to be honest. My, I have not memorized every single astrological date. Um <laughs> uh, so, oh, I also like how you do the choose a cards. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, those are on on Friday when I do those. And and I I I, I kind of will um I'll, I'll usually go back and forth between angel angel type readings, see what angels come up for people or um an ancestor readings. I get a lot of ancestors coming through and oh. and wanting to wanting to give little messages to the people that are listening. So, um November 22nd. Yeah, exactly. So that's the last day. So, so we will be into um, Sagittarius. Yes, it was fun. Scorpios. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been real Scorpios. Thanks. Uh, so this is our last Scorpio uh, one and we're going to move into Sagittarius next week. And so we're going to get into a lot of uh, philosophical and spiritual uh, type work. Yes, uh, we'll talk more about that next week. But I, 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 we were planning on talking a little bit about, I think, uh, the astral world. We might talk yeah. about these, uh, the idea of star seeds, and some of the more cosmic kind of ideas. So, uh, so we'll, 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 we'll be back with that next week. So again, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, I'm at Cosmic Itero at Angel in the Eighth Day. Is of course Angel's handle on Instagram yep. and check out his new Etsy store. You can look that up. And uh, cosmiceye.org is kind of the home base for, for what I'm doing. And uh, also we have our podcast stuff on there as well. Uh, 
Uh, we have actually we're offering something new. I'll get my little pitch in here. We have a, a new little enamel pin that we did. I'm gonna have to send you one of those. Um, it's uh, one of the uh, it's it's the cat off of the devil card from our uh, Bloomy Cat. Uh, I love that cat. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the cat up the devil card. It's the cat up the death card, not the devil oh. card. Uh, we're going to do the devil next, though. Um, so, well, how appropriate because we were just doing the death card at the beginning of this uh, Scorpio season. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's a great little stocking stuffer, and they're very affordable. Uh, and they're going to be, and we have them in stock, so we can definitely get them out by Christmas. And we also have our um, uh, rainbow unicorn decks in stock right now so if you want those for christmas gifts uh check out the website cosmiceye.org they're up there and on a magician cat what's that i said if you ever do a magician cat then definitely i'd be all about that oh man that's our yeah <laughs> I, I i'll wear one of those as well <laughs> i still want to do shirts of those guys i love that devil yeah he is, he is my favorite card in that deck uh, okay, so that's enough pitching on my part. Do you have anything else? Or are we done? I think that's it. All right. God bless. More travels. We'll see what happens. Blessings and lights, everyone. Thank you, Angel. Thank you. All right. We'll be back next week.